Alternative Radio. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JV Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors, rise. Get your shit together. Let's go. Warriors, rise. God, I love that intro. Get your shit together. Let's go, Warriors. Happy Happy Monday, the Ken Mack and Coach JV Show. If you're listening on the podcast, welcome. If you're watching on YouTube Live, welcome. We have people, thousands of people watching this or listening all over the world. And we're here just to bring you information to help you make informed decisions as our world changes very, very rapidly. So many different things happening within the LBO space, cryptocurrency space. And I'll tell you what, this is the greatest time in human history if you really digest what's happening, lawyers. And today we're going to talk about things like inflation, the narratives going on, and, and the, the, what is the new narrative, right? What is the new narrative? It's switched so dramatically in the last two years. Think about how many different narratives have come about. And obviously we'll use our code words, but how many narratives have come about and where you are focused right now is very, 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 very important. What I share with you guys, I think the thing that popped into my head, what Declan said last, last week was, he said, you know, we are like a secret society. If you think about it, out of 7 billion people in the world, 0.0001% are watching this videos. People are worried about Will Smith smacking Chris Rock. I mean, think about that for just a moment. I was showing an IMF video this morning. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Uh, IMF, uh, Christine Lagarde, 644 people have watched that video. As she says to you, in five years, we are all switching your banking system. Nobody's watching those videos. So it's something to really, really digest and think about. And that's what we're here to do is just bring you information. So, Ken Mac, where are you located in the world today? Hey, what's up, guys? Good to be here, Coach TV. And I'm here in the deal-making factory in Scotland. Some people call it the dream-making factory, but I'm happy to be here uh, working on a bunch of LBOs uh, with their uh, bootcamp students. And, uh, yeah, just uh, cracking on, ignoring all of the mainstream stuff. And like you say, the, uh, the, the what, like what is the new narrative? Um, you know, the only narrative should be the narrative that's playing inside um, our minds, which is to create generational wealth whilst the US dollar is on its path to potentially collapsing to half of the value than what it is now within the next uh, few years. So uh, we, we really are racing against the uh, the, the collapse of the, the dollar of fiat currency. You know, it's a, this is why I'm running the race just now and deciding to come out of retirement and, uh, and just go full force now, man. Full force. There's no time to waste. And like Declan said, and you mentioned, we are in the 0.01%. This is like a secret society. Most people, they just don't get it. Uh, but those who are watching this show are definitely doing the right thing. They're onto something because we are the awakened society. We are the collective consciousness that are doing something about the current situation. Yeah, I love what you said about the sense. I'm really been picking up my sense of urgency, even on TikTok, Instagram. I'm really because, you know, I've been kind of easing on this. Now I'm starting to really pick up the sense of urgency and say, guys, this is a time to get involved. And I'm not saying you got to get into you just have to wake up to what's happening with the reality. I mean, they are now saying what we were saying two and a half years ago. They are saying that we are switching your banking system. I showed you a video this morning on my YouTube channel, Goldman Sachs. Had somebody came from JP Morgan in 2018. They literally are changing into a new 
DLTs type banking system. They're starting with trading first, and then they're going to move into the banking system when regulation comes in. The XRP Ripple case, all by design, right? Them threatening Coinbase to shut down the DeFi if they launch that. It's all by design to bring in regulation. Now, the cool thing about this, if you think about getting into something early, is there's never been an opportunity like us as human beings to be involved in a new asset class. And there's so many things that we're working on behind the scenes that are innovative technologies that are going to bring us into this new wave of the future, like crypto businesses. Like, think about that. A technology businesses. There's going to be so many new businesses coming up. And that's what I want to dive in today and, you know, really get your opinion on you traveling around and seeing this stuff happening. Because think about what's happening, Wars. This, this is global now. So Ken is in Scotland right now. He travels back and forth from Dubai. He's all over the world. I'm in Arizona. So I'm here in America and I'm seeing what's happening with our gas prices. We have a, uh, a food shortage narrative coming up. And I'm going to show you a video right now. And tomorrow, I'll, I promise to you guys, I'll dive deeper into this uh, narrative because I love to go into this type of stuff. So today I'm spending my day studying uh, the new narrative that they're taking us into. But before I play this video really quickly, I want you guys to think about how quickly the narratives change. So we're sitting Christmas time or whatever you celebrate, what, 2019? I think 2019. Uh, the biggest news right then was the uh, very, very tragic was, uh, was it Kobe, Kobe Bryant passed away? Remember the helicopter crash? And I think that was in the beginning around January, someone that time. So that was one of the biggest news news in, in, in history, one of the greatest athletes of our time. And then all of a sudden, Boom, the news shifts to the C word narrative. All of a sudden, there's this new pandemic coming from China that comes into America. And by March, so walk through this with me, Warriors. By March, your whole world got flipped upside down. We have a business here in Arizona, which is a gym. They shut our facility down. There was gym owners that were protesting. Everybody's freaking out. People are buying water, food shortages, right? And then that passed. And then all of a sudden in 2020, they throw out a lawsuit, Ripple against uh, the SEC, right? So now the distributed ledger technology narrative starts to come and they run this narrative from 2020 to 2021, right? Bunch of people lose their jobs, bunch of people are getting helicopter money. And now as we sit in 2022, all of a sudden the mask laws change. All of a sudden you can just take your mask off in California, New York, the narrative went far enough and now we're moving into a whole new narrative, which if you read Ray Dalio's books, we're in the third economic cycle, which is war. So you have civil unrest, which is in, internal. You see Australia, you saw Canada, America was going back and forth. And we, regards, I'm not going to get into politics of the stuff we had going on in America. And they got us to fight against each other. Once you, that narrative runs out, you move it globally. So now we're going global. Russia's invading Ukraine, right? Ukraine and Russia have 28% of the wheat production in America and specifically can cripple other countries, smaller countries, right? Because of the price of Food is going to go up and food shortages. Now you have the gas price narrative. People are coming back to a new economy leveraged towards technology. So the middle class is getting wiped out. That is a fact, right? But here's what we're trying to say to the middle class. You have the opportunity right now to be the upper middle class by really being strategic, trying to pick the winners and losers in the crypto space and even in asset space. Like why are these People like Ken Mack, like people like me buying vehicles that are appreciating. Like, think about that. When have you ever bought a vehicle that is appreciated? It's, it's a crazy, crazy time right now. But it's nothing new under the sun. This happens during war narratives or happens during financial collapses or when a dollar or a fiat currency is about to collapse. Elite money moves into assets. And so that's what people are doing. But I want to show you guys this video real quick. And I'll dive deeper into this on my YouTube channel tomorrow morning. But I want you guys to hear what President Biden is saying. 
With regard to food shortage, yes, we did talk about food shortages. And uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. And uh, because both uh, Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example, just give one example. But we had a long discussion uh, in the G7 with uh, um, the uh, with both uh, the United States, which has a, as a significant, the third largest producer of wheat in the world, as well as Canada, which is also a major, major producer. And we both talked about how we could increase and disseminate more rapidly food food shortages. And in addition to that, we talked about uh, urging all the European countries and everyone else to end trade restrictions on on sending uh, limitations on sending food abroad. And so we are in the process of working out with our European friends what it would be, what it would take to help alleviate the concerns relative to... Okay, so what is what is in that video right there? I think like memory problems, man. Uh, confused. Really confused. If super confused. Super, super confused. Every video is like that. And it just really shows like, and I'm not talking politics warriors. This is our president of the United States, the most powerful currency in the world. And and do you think we're looking being looked at favorably by other countries? Absolutely not. And America has been the dominant force for a very long time. The fiat currency lifespan has has ran its lifespan. I'm proud to be an American warriors. I'm telling you, like, I'm proud to be an American. I've built businesses in America. I've been free enough to, in a country that I could build businesses and scale businesses. So I'm very proud to be here. But what I'm not proud of is seeing what's happening within our country. And, and something I was sharing with people uh, is that if you think about this for just a moment, if every single person, I'm, I'll talk about America specifically because I live here. But if we all walked into the banks, okay, you need to understand this. And we were all standing in line to take our money out of the bank. The money doesn't exist. Your money is not there. The person standing next to you in line is your bank deposit. Let me explain. So if Ken and I were standing next to each other, and let's just say this is the perfect lean, how it works, right? So if I put $10,000 into the bank, that bank can lend that money out to Ken to go buy a car, right? So as I'm standing in line to get my money out of the bank, everybody behind me is my deposits. So the bank takes your money and lends it out. That's how the banking system works. Well, when we detached from the gold standard, it turned us into a printing machine. So they literally just printed money into oblivion. They created debt and we're a debt-based society in America. So we are in a monetary system that is just based on debt. So if there's no debt going into the system, you have to print more money. If there's no printing, there has to be debt in the system. So now we have house prices are skyrocketing in Arizona, specifically where I live. Food prices are going up. Skyrocketing globally. Globally. So, so this is important, what Ken just said, because this is – you need to pick up your sense of urgency. You have to pick up your sense of urgency because, as Ken just said, it's not just happening in America. This is a global thing happening. Well, why would it be happening globally? Because they're moving us into a new system. Think about why would it be happening globally? They're lockstep behind the scenes saying, all right, you make your move, I'll make my move. You make your move, I'll make my move. And who does it benefit? It's always to benefit the people, right? No, it's not to benefit the people. Do the opposite of what they say. They're trying to create financial inclusion. 
financial monitoring. That's what they're doing. They're breaking up the middle class. They're pushing them into poverty. The rich get much richer and the poor get much poorer. So, Ken, what are your thoughts? Like you're traveling around a lot. And like you said, it's global. What are your thoughts on what's happening in the narrative switch into war? Well, first of all, you mentioned the word bank teller. Um, I just want to say the bank is not your friend. The bank teller is your enemy. The bank is your enemy. They're not on your side. Um, nothing within the banking system is designed for you in your favor, for your benefit. Nothing good ever comes from banking. The entire system is a fraud, is a Ponzi scheme. And uh, they've completely weaponized cash, whether you pay the cash in or you take the cash out. They've weaponized these pieces of paper. Um, so I've seen people commenting there, uh, should we pull our cash out? Well, I think you should have some cash. Uh, not all of your cash out, you, you need to think about diversification. So what can you do? You can buy some gold, you can buy some silver, you can put some money in DeFi. You just need to be diversified in a time like now so that you've got, you need to decentralize your wealth. And to decentralize your wealth, you need to think about asset classes that you can take in, you can take control of in your own hands. Your Bitcoin, your watches, your watch investments, and your watches are an asset class. I've got friends that uh, are, uh, you know, the big time invest, uh, watch uh, dealers, investors, and they have the watches actually in their asset column, sorry, in their cash column. That's how liquid watches are. I'm um, just giving you an example, guys. Your gold is it's as good as cash. Uh, just talking about cash and gold, um, I did read some of Coach GB that uh, I know this is good, good off the uh, what you just mentioned there, but. Uh, the Russian rubble, um, they're saying, is now backed by gold, rebounded at 30%, 40%. And uh, they have made the rubble um, more um, – they've, desi they've designed the rubble, so it's better to hold the rubble than it is gold. It's more expensive to hold an ounce of gold than like $1,500 worth of rubble. So you would have more gold in your rubbles in the paper than you would in the physical metal. I don't know if you've read that anywhere, but uh, I posted this on my Instagram the other day. From a, a pretty credible source. So, like for me, like the first thing I did is I, I picked up the phone, and I, I had phoned the the local uh, fiat currency dealer here in Scotland where I am, and mm. I said, "Have you got any Russian rubles?" But they were sold out, so they're actually waiting on more. Um, so that was a little bit crazy. So I'm actually going to move um, some of my um, uh, liquid wealth into Russian rubles. Believe it or not, you probably uh, you probably didn't expect me to say that, but uh, you know, I, I'm just thinking that there diversification just now and if that fiat currency is backed by gold and if $1,300 worth uh, of Russian rubles is the equivalent of like $1,500 worth of gold then yeah definitely of course I'm going to do that it's made it's made the uh, the, the currency uh, a bit of an opportunity to be honest and perhaps that's why it rebounded so I'm a uh, and what do I think about all of the, the narrative that's going on with the war just now? I think the suffering is real. Um, definitely, you know, there, there's no denying that. But um, it's what everybody is focused on just now. And, like, if we put too much focus, I'm not saying, you know, don't focus on what's right. happening. You know, the suffering is real and there's a lot of bad stuff happening. And, of course, if there's anything we can do to help the people that are suffering, then we should make that priority. But we also need to think about, the uh, you know what's happening in the world and the the, the financial collapse, like I want to say it's a hundred percent is going to happen, but you know just just on the off chance it doesn't, I'm going to say ninety nine percent. Okay, yeah. So there's a highly likely uh, it's uh, more likely that we're going to have a global financial collapse than not. 
So, like, in my head, I'm 100% certain, but I'm going to say, for the sake of the show, 99%, of course, nothing is financial advice. Um, and in preparation for that, we need to start channeling our energy. Uh, you know, when, when we're receiving bad news, right, we're in front of the, the press, we're reading the newspaper, watching Sky News, CNN, um, that, uh, we're, we're receiving that bad energy. And it actually, it's, it's hard on the body because it makes us stressed. When we're stressed, we burn carbohydrates. Mm. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. Like, so we, we should not be, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure we burn carbohydrates when we get stressed. Yep. Maybe, maybe, I'm pretty sure that we do. So uh, I think we should get away from all of all of this narrative, especially in the mainstream stuff. Maybe pick two or three sources that are not mainstream where the people control the media and also thinking about your strategy as we go into the recession. Uh, I posted on Instagram, like a poll, uh, why, do I, uh, like, why do you think this is going to happen? And most people voted by the end of 2022. So by the end of 2022, do I think the global financial system is going to completely collapse? No, I think we're going to start. We're going to start going into the recession by um, by the end of this year, mm-hmm. and by the time next year, I think we will start to see the collapse of the global financial system. Um, but you know, in terms of what am I doing right now to protect myself? Well, you know, we're uh, as we move in from the fourth industrial revolution to the fifth industrial revolution, I'm thinking about technology and how can I get involved with technology? Acquirefy, and Acquirefy is going to be a marketplace which is uh, facilitating the buying and selling of blockchain-based businesses because the marketplace needs it. So we're focusing on projects that um, where there's opportunity. Um, there's no point in jumping on the latest watch where it's already pumping in price or the latest cryptocurrency which is already pumping in price because yep. you've got to get ahead of the trends. You've got to ident- identify these trends and be patient. So whether you're buying Ethereum at $2,000 or you're buying XRP at $0.50, cents, you know you should be buying it down there and getting in on these opportunities early, not when it's pumping halfway through a run. Um, like we've been stacking gold and silver you know, since – Years. I've been stacking it heavier mm-hmm. since the money printing. I knew, well, if they're printing money, they're going to de- devalue the currency, meaning I need to protect my purchasing power. Mm-hmm. Let's like, like this in, in layman's terms, guys. What is an ounce of gold? An ounce of gold is a piece of metal and it's taken time, uh, effort, energy, and resources and skill, don't forget the word skill, to mine that one ounce of gold. A thousand years ago, that one ounce of gold is going to buy you, well, it's going to buy you the same amount of goods and services that would buy you today. And it takes exactly the same energy, effort, and resources to mine that ounce of gold. It takes absolutely no skill, effort, energy, and hardly any resources to print a piece of paper. So like we've been stacking gold and silver ahead of the curve because we knew that this was coming. This is of no surprise. Are you surprised, Coach GB? I'm not surprised. Well, I'm ready yeah. for this. I'm excited to be yeah. part of this. Yeah. Like is you know I, I think as long as you take the time to understand what's happening, look at history, um, upgrade your consciousness, your knowledge, of course, then you are going to be much better prepared for what's coming. Um, you know, it, it of course it's going to be scary for a lot of people, especially if you're relying on a job that's uh, job security is nothing but an illusion. It's a lie. There's no there's no such thing as job security. Maybe if you're in an industry which is not essential infrastructure, it can be worrying. But uh, there is something that you guys can do to protect yourself. Like the clock, the clock is ticking and it's, it's ticking fast. It's ticking really, really fast. 
And, uh, you know, I was there 2007 during that crash and it was fine. You know, it, it, it was hard, but I didn't know any different because that's when I started buying businesses. Um, but I, I was up against a lot of friction with uh, our companies that were losing contracts. I was having to go harder to acquire new contracts. But if you guys prepare for what's coming, then you're going to be absolutely fine. But uh, you know, we spoke about it in, in last week's show. There is one guarantee that we have 10 years from now, and it's that we're going to be in a state of peace. The, the, the earth is going to be in a state of pure and complete peace. But, um, you know, it can't all be up, guys. There's a roller coaster. We're going to go down, do the loops, uh, loop the loops, and before we complete the circuit, come back round again. So we just need to uh, stick together as one collective as this. We are a society. If there are 0.01% of people watching this show, yeah. And connecting with people like me and Coach Jimmy, that we are part of this very unique secret society. So, yeah, look, I, I 100% agree. I'm going to show you and I love this Warren Buffett indicator. Check this out. So this is interesting to look at. So if you notice, people are like, well, this is exciting. It's going down. But I want you to think about why it's going down. So it used to be overvalued like 20, 228%. It was like 219%. It's creeping down. But here's why, Warriors. They turned the printing machine off for right now. OK, so what's happening is pay attention to what CEOs are doing. CEOs are quitting their jobs in droves. They're pulling out their stock. They're 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 investing in. Now, what is Goldman Sachs doing? Investing in Bitcoin. Right. What is Michael Saylor doing? Micro strategies investing in Bitcoin. They just took a crypto back loan macro strategies, which is a subsidiary of micro strategies, a crypto back loan from a bank, Silver Bank, that the person came from Coinbase to be on the board of directors for Silver Bank. So what they're doing now is they're taking this money that was pumped in the system, these overvalued stocks, and they're selling off their stocks and they're putting it into assets, right? So you're going to see this. Now, look, it's still overvalued by 202%, but here's, here's it again. This is not financial advice. This is just my understanding of how financial markets work, okay? We have an overvalued stock market. We have inflation. We have a war narrative. War brings uh, countries and middle class to their knees, right? What happens is they create war to create GDP growth, which is gross domestic product, right? It's false GDP. You're building planes. You're doing all this different stuff. It creates jobs. It doesn't really grow the economy. But I believe that the 401k is going to come collapsing down. Just my opinion. People are going to lose. I mean, everybody's in this. The old paradigm of investing is going to get crushed. The old banking system paradigm is going to get crushed. Not financial advice. Don't go. Don't sell your 401k. What I'm saying is. Think about it. It's attached to a stock market. A lot of these companies in the stock market that are showing GDP growth is from helicopter money that was printed into the system. So that's really important to understand. A lot of these companies are surviving off of the printed money. SBA loans, PPP loans. So again, same thing like Ken was talking about. What I'm doing is I'm, I'm keeping my, so somebody's asking about cash. I'm not telling you what to do with your cash, but I'm very low cash in the bank. Every time cash comes in from my companies on Friday or when they come in or dividend payments, I take those and I put it into cryptocurrency. I'm buying, I'm getting into Ethereum, you know, like dollar cost average into Ethereum. I love Ethereum. Uh, CRO, VeChain, you guys know I'm a big XRP fan. Um, I'm not buying any more XRP. I was dollar cost averaging at 17 cents back in the day. So I have a stack of XRP. This is not financial advice, but also I bought a, a car, right? That's appreciating a value already. There's things I'm doing to keep myself not, I wouldn't say outside of the system, but operate like the billionaires do. So it's not about rushing over to your bank and pulling out your cash, right? It's about understanding that as you sit in cash, as you sit in your job and you watch your gas prices go up and now your food prices are going to skyrocket, you're getting a pay deduction 
every single minute of the day. So when your paycheck comes in, it's worth less. Your value, your productivity is worth less. So what I do is I take the value of the money that I get and I turn it into something else or I work to pick the winners and losers in the system. So just to kind of walk you guys through, Ken, Ken I think his internet uh, fell off, but to walk you guys through how I'm set up, I have a five prong approach. Okay. So I have cryptocurrency. I used to be heavily, heavily weighted in cryptocurrency. Okay. I was heavily weighted in cryptocurrency. Then I have my business strategy, right? Which includes, I have uh, nine equity company, equity in nine companies. I'm working on getting my LBOs, right? I have my insurance product, which is my hedge against the 401k protecting my principal, right? I have silver. So I'm a precious metals guy. And I don't have a ton of silver, right? And then pre-IPOs, right? You look at link two, you can get into pre-IPOs. You can get into pre-ripple IPOs. So it's a five-prong approach for me, keeping me outside of the fiat system as much as I can, right? And so what I did was, is I just, I take the money and I disperse it out to where I think it should go. Now, I'm not saying I'm a financial advisor or financial advice, but it's helped me create financial freedom. One of the things that I, you know, I'm really, really big on is, you know, I, I met with a real estate professional and um, I was trying to get into thinking about real estate, but then I really thought about the time value of money and businesses, right? I'm accelerating much faster by running, doing businesses, number one, not doing any more startups. Ken and I have talked about this. It's like I have nine startups under my belt right now. So that's a lot of meetings right now that I'm in, a lot of meetings. Most of them are doing very, very well because a lot of them are in the innovative technology space. But I'm also using my skills to help other people with their businesses, I think, which is really important, getting equity, kind of like Shark Tank. But the LBO business warriors, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like it's a get rich quick thing. It's a, it's a get rich for sure thing. I think that was it. your actual saying, Ken, is not get rich quick. It's get rich for sure because you're looking at these companies and there's a lot of baby boomers right now that are wanting to get out of this crazy economy, right, that have a great business model that's sustainable. So those are things that you look at a lot of people like, you know, don't go do a run on the bank. Don't take your cash out, you know really thoughtfully think about this. Don't make knee jerk reaction moves. Ken said something powerful. Pick three or four people that you follow and listen to what they're saying. It's people that I would listen to. Stansberry Research. I love the, the, the different unbiased and biased. She's kind of like the Joe Rogan of financial. Um, Robert Kiyosaki, right? Rich dad, poor dad. He's a, he's a great person to listen to. Um, I'm trying to think. Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio is a really good person to listen to. And you have to think too. Ray Dalio is heavy, heavily connected to China, guys. And he said he was dabbling in Bitcoin last year. He said cash is trash. He has one of the biggest hedge funds in the world, okay? And he's starting to head into Bitcoin. So really think about this, what these people are doing. And like, what are some like innovative businesses right now that you can think of, Ken, that, that people... Like, what are some things like, for example, if you had a, th if you, if you were sitting here right now and you had a, a just over broke a job and you had a thousand bucks, what would be your, your first move? What would you do? Yeah. I just want to say, first of all, um, you know, just talking about working, uh, you know, for money, we want to think, just shift the mindset and think about working for assets, not working for money. So that should be the, the mindset, you know, getting the, taking the money and then putting it into something that can make you more money, whether it's real estate, gold, silver, um, or anything, you know, wine, whiskey, art, whatever, you know, whatever takes your fancy, but we should be thinking about working for the assets, things that take time, effort, energy, and resources to make, not pieces of paper. In terms of the acquisition side of things, um, I would be, and let, let's say I had, sorry, you said I've had a thousand dollars in the bank. What, what would I do? Yes. Yeah. But like, like I wouldn't so much invest it into something or you know Shiba Inu or any of these other cryptos. I'd probably start investing it into myself, into my knowledge, get myself into a network, an academy, 
a place of you know like-minded individuals. You know, your Three T Warrior Academy, for example, books, um, podcasts, of course, are free. But just really upgrading my knowledge, and you know, for me, learning how to buy businesses with no money down. You know, it was the not just businesses you can buy in real estate with no money down as well. And like even even that, you know, buying real estate, you could go out there and you could get a bunch of rent to rent deals. You just rent, you're, you're renting a piece of real estate off of a landlord um, on a rent to rent basis with the, the agreement that you can re rent the uh, the property back out, whether it's a short term let or long term let, and then you just guaranteed a rent to the landlord, and then you could have a rent to buy. So uh, by doing so, a thousand dollars would give you a little bit of money in order to invest into that property. So, uh, you know, you could very, very quickly build up uh, enough passive income to replace your job just on rent to rent real estate. And I've done a lot of that over the years as well. Um, you know, that, that's what I was doing through my 20s, renting out little flats uh, from landlords on rent to buy and then with an option to buy two years down the line. So, you know, you, you could be upgrading your knowledge whilst looking at uh, perhaps getting your real estate portfolio or if you're in the USA going into the business buying sector, um, and, you know, let's say you find a deal and you find a business to buy and you want to leverage the SBA 7A loan, you find a partner that's got the capital and uh, that can come in on a 50-50 basis, then you get the deal, you get the partner, you've, sorry, watch there, you've structured the deal, you've applied for the loan, you get somebody to fund the 10% down payment for you as well. You know, you can do 100% no money down deals, but there's so much that you can do. I know I'm chucking a lot of ideas there at you guys, but there's so much that you can do with having not a lot of money in the bank you know, I'm not scared of having no money. You know, I, I quite often, well, I quite often operate with not a lot of money myself because I prefer to be in assets than I do prefer to be in money. So for me, it's not all about having lots and lots of money in the bank. It's about um, just getting access to deals, access to assets, access to the right knowledge, access to the right community of people, like-minded people that I can grow with uh, financially. So if I had $1,000, that would be my mindset. No, sticking a thousand dollars into XRP or Shiba Inu or any of that other stuff. Yeah, I agree with you too. And I think it's it's all about that investing in yourself. I think that's one of the most important things. That's That was my biggest thing in the beginning. It was like, you know, you guys know my story. I'd lost everything for the third time. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I had to ask myself, why do I keep losing my money? I kept making money and losing money because I had an old paradigm. I had a broke paradigm. I was raised in a broke paradigm. And so what I did is I spent any dime I had on education first. It, first, it was free. I was like richest man in Babylon. I started watching on YouTube and you can get all this stuff for free, a rich dad, poor dad. Then I started buying the books and I started going through courses and then I just started studying. I started watching them, went through Ken Mack's course. All these different things that I went through helped me not only increase my knowledge, but there's a key factor that Ken talked about it increased my network and that increased my net worth. So now if I have something I want to do or a business deal, I can literally go to the marketplace or our connections here and say, hey guys, I got this business deal. There's gonna be people that are gonna, are ready to, to put money into to deals. And I think that's the biggest thing. And you're seeing people like Declan, like Declan just, engaged, he used to work at McDonald's. He engaged himself. And now he was, we were just doing an interview with him last week and he's out there fishing. I think that's really important to understand is, is we, you gotta start to remove those barriers in your mind. And that's one thing that I'd really be working on guys is your higher level consciousness. However that represents for you, if it's God, if it's love, omnipresence, Allah, Buddha, find a higher consciousness. And that is getting rid of all this bullshit, this Chris Rock and, and, and Will Smith bullshit, all these narratives they're pumping onto you. I mean, think about that. 644 people watched the video of the lady from the IMF last week that I showed this morning about her saying in five years, I'm switching your financial system or they're switching the financial system. 
thousands, millions, and probably billions of people have watched Will Smith smack Chris Rock. So if you just move your head away from that over to education, over to diving into how billionaires work, you're going to separate yourself from 99.9% of the people. So education is really, 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 really important. Another thing, too, I want to bring up is patience, 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 patience. You know, if there's get rich, these great, there's so many get rich quick schemes. Now, can you get wealthy a lot quicker in this new paradigm? Yes, because you're getting into a new asset class. But be careful because a lot of people, when you don't have that education, they're getting caught. Like, you know, we, Ken and I have thousands of scammers out there with accounts, right? And there's so many people that are vulnerable right now because they're, you're, if you're trying to get rich quick, you're going to get wrecked quick. Just develop a patient strategy, dollar cost averaging, vetting the things. Like, for example, if you look at a project, make sure the team is on the website. I think that's really important. Uh, Some and I were talking about that. You know, I own a, a NFT company called Collecti Labs. We put ourselves on there. Like, it's like you can research us and you can look at the team. You can go to their LinkedIn. You can communicate with us. I think that's important. So be careful too. I want to make sure that as you go, if you feel a sense of urgency, don't let the sense of urgency cloud your judgment. That's what I'm trying to say. Because I know when I first got into crypto, I was doing yield farming, man. And, and I'm not saying it didn't work. I did really well at first, but I got wrecked. Holy shit. Like I started yeah, to get really wrecked. There is no 2,000, 3,000% yeah. Ponzi schemes. They're all Ponzi yeah. schemes. Yeah. They go up and go down. Like you're better getting away from all that nonsense. Say, so like me and Coach TV get wrecked, so you guys don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had one recently myself. I get wrecked multiple six figures on. So. I'm not very happy about it, but it's just one of these things. You know, it's a lot of money to lose. But you're better just keeping away from all of that nonsense. So let you see with that team as well. You're the pancake spot. There's not even a team there. Like, that could become the ultimate rug pull. Nobody knows. Yeah. And, and, and if they do pull the rug, like, there's there's no comeback. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Gone. There's the, nothing. That's the same thing that happened to me. I woke up one day, and I was like, you know, everybody's like, you got to get in this project. I got into it. I woke up and it was a red screen on the website. I was like, what the hell is that? That was my first experience. This is when I first got into crypto. And it was my first experience with a rug pull. I like, I literally was rubbing my eyes and I was just getting on my feet and I lost a good amount of money. I mean, I had built up and it was, it was like this punch in the gut, like boom. But then this almost like this peace came over me. It was like, chill out, dude, like chill out, build a fundamental portfolio, Great. Get some strategy in place and follow the strategy, just like I do with fitness, just like I do with business. You know, I do the same things repeatedly over and over and over and over and over again until I get results. Right. And so I just started doing that with crypto dollar cost averaging in studying, understanding the cryptocurrency I'm getting into. Now, when I get into business now, same thing as I ask a lot of questions, you know, what, who, where, when, what's your why? Why are you doing this? What's the what's the what is the the with them? Right. What is it? What's in it for the people as well? I think that's really important. So I don't want to panic people, but I do want to say there is gonna you're gonna hear a sense of urgency in my voice pick up a little bit because it's like i don't want people to get left behind with this opportunity i really don't because now i can rightfully say the very things i was saying two and a half years ago the imf is the head of imf jerome powell is saying this uh janet yellen has changed her tone these are people who are against cryptocurrency fully fudding you out of cryptocurrency she's now like well maybe it can be part of our uh the systematic change or something like that i'm i'm uh, uh, who's the other one? Elizabeth Warren is now, uh, is Elizabeth Warren, I think it was, is now changing. They're all changing their tone on crypto because they know, they know it's coming and they want to be able to invest in it. That's why they want to say that so they can invest in it. And it's like, I think the biggest thing warriors is really understanding what's happening with the big, big hedge funds right now. I mean, the big hedge funds, 
the Silvergate thing is like, I want to walk through that one more time. It's like to help you guys understand what happened. Silvergate is a bank in California. Okay. It's a bank. It's a regular bank. They started taking in deposits. So they bank Coinbase and Kraken. So they became a crypto friendly bank and they got in 4.3 billion in deposits from consumers and the exchanges in 2021. They, that's Coinbase and Kraken. They bank them, right? They're a bank, literally a, a regular bank. So now they're out now giving asset back loans, which I told you guys, your bank is going to eventually do cryptocurrency loans to you. But why is macro strategies able to do an asset back loan with crypto, but you're not able to think about that for just a moment. Silvergate gave them an asset back loan of $205 million to go buy more Bitcoin. <laughs> they are owned. They are, they're one of their highest investors is BlackRock and Vanguard. You don't think they have to go to the board of directors. And so, for example, like say Ken is part of my board of directors, right? And I'm the CEO of a company and I'm about to make a $205 million move. And he's, he's the highest shareholder in my business. Ken would be pissed if I made a move of $205 million without notifying the board if he was one of the highest investors in my company. I need to notify the board and say, hey, Ken, uh, here's what I'm doing. And they, they, they can get rid of the CEO for doing things like that. The, the board has to approve those types of things. I've been part of board of directors, and that's what a board of directors is, is to protect the shareholders, right? And so BlackRock had to have some say in that. I think this is just, I don't know, maybe you guys know different, but BlackRock had to be like, hey, we're nodding our head because we have now indirect access to this cryptocurrency market, right? We don't have to say we're fully in it because if BlackRock says they're fully in it, you guys realize the whole monetary system shifts. BlackRock is the largest asset manager in the world. They have more assets in most countries. Think about that. So if BlackRock says we're in, we all the public's going to come flooding into cryptocurrency, but they're not ready. They're not ready for it yet, right? So I, I still, I want to ask you a question about- Well, they'll probably announce that once uh, they've bankrupted most of the population, once they've wiped out the middle class, that's probably yeah. when they're going to say they're in. They'll probably yeah. uh, do everything they can to exhaust as, as much as they can, you know, with the, the food prices, the energy prices, uh, famine, food shortages. I think they'll completely destroy people as human beings before they mention that they're completely in a crypto. By that time, most people is going to. Most people will have been wrecked anyway. So, yeah, um, it's uh, every, everything is inside out, um, and that, that's why we need to be super careful, super self aware, super awake, and our consciousness at the highest level possible in a time like now. Yeah. Um, you know, BlackRock, Vanguard, these are very evil companies. Very evil companies. And they control the whole system. I mean, whoever controls the money, controls the information, controls the people. And it's all politics, money are all integrated warriors. I mean, it's like since the 1900s, I really would recommend studying back to the 1900s and understanding how big your system switch. But we're at this paradigm shift again. We're at this new paradigm shift because they were going from land to industrial like that we're experiencing right now, right? And then our, our politicians are from the old paradigm. They're from that old regime, right? And so they're... They're in this tightrope trying to battle into this fifth industrial revolution into a quantum field, and they don't even have the capacity in their brain to, to move into it, right? So it's all slow. It's clunky. America's way behind, or it's part of the narrative, one of the two. That's why they're bringing the public and private sector together. That's why at the BIS Innovation Hub, you literally, they're interviewing uh, Coinbase. They're interviewing um, FTX. They're interviewing... They're literally bringing these young bucks on that are CEOs to help guide them. And I'm like... Ah, it's just like warriors. You gotta understand this. This it's gonna switch, and be, it's it's cool now because before when I was talking about this stuff, 
you know, they, I do recall that word. This they call me the tinfoil hat guy. Oh, the tinfoil hat guy. The tinfoil. Now everybody's like, oh shit. He was talking about this. Two years. What's That's that? A it's a huge it's a compliment. compliment. Yeah, and I'm like, and we just kept going and we kept going, and it's really refreshing to see these videos coming out that that because people will believe the IMF and not believe a long-haired hippie dude, right? But it's okay. I, I'm I stayed my course, and now it's like she literally said exactly what I said two and a half years on a video. She's like, in five years, your banking system, we're all good. She, he, he said, predict the next five years. And she said, in the next five years, we'll all be on a digital currency. That's a fact. We're going to be operating, and, and it sounds just like, you know, like a, a Ripple, an R3, a, a JPM coin. She said, we'll be operating on a very low cost system, very low cost system, basically moving money at the speed of light. I'm paraphrasing big time. She explained distributed ledger technology. That's what she basically explained. What's a yeah, 100% XRP. And it's it's also XRP, R3. And then also too, like, whereas dive into cons consensus, please dive into consensus. So if you type in consensus, just go down the rabbit hole and look at consensus, how deep it goes into it, how Ethereum is so deep in the banking system. A lot of people are saying Ethereum is going to disappear. You have to understand Ethereum is so integrated into the banking system through consensus. And there's this like spider web. I don't look at things as solo. It's like this interconnected spider web of cryptocurrencies, blockchain, distributed ledger technology. There's like the payment systems, there's the infrastructure, there's the software, and they're all working together to bring us in this new monetary system. So like, I don't believe a word any of them say, like, I don't even, even my favorite cryptos, when they're up there, the talking heads are out there speaking about it. I'm like, like, you know, even XRP, right? I love XRP because of the financial, what I think it's going to do to the financial system because I'm an investor, right? And I think we're all investing to bring money back to our family to free our family, I would believe, right? I think I don't think people are investing to not make money, right? I'm making I'm working to make money to free my family and be able to make freedom decisions and bring the money back to the people. So, when I saw XRP, you know, there was a, back then it was there was a big thing where people were like, dude, XRP, the banker's coin, but I think people are realizing banks are not going away. Somebody asked me that this morning. They're like, banks are going to get collapsed, banks are going to disappear. They're not going anywhere, warriors. They are not, banks are not going anywhere. This is what they're going to look like. In five years, you're going to have a cryptocurrency wallet. You're going to have your Ethereum, if you choose to. You're going to have Ethereum, Bitcoin. You're going to have all your stuff on your wallet. They're going to be somewhat FDI insured, FDIC insured, right? You're going to have a digital uh, uh, CBDC, like a FedNow coin, right? And then you're going to have digital cash, right? Which you're already digital cash right now. You're already digital cash. And the CBDC is going to be the one that you're going to transfer from so if you need UBI, you're going to get it through your CBDC, right? So they're going to monitor your transactions. It's all going to be done through this blockchain. You know, they're going to see every single transaction. Then you'll have your cryptocurrency portfolio. And then you'll be able to do asset-backed loans like Silvergate is allowing macro strategies to do. But why can't you do that? That's the thing. Why can't you do that with a bank that's going to do the transaction, right? So that's the thing you have to ask yourself. Why is the wealthy clients at Wells Fargo able to buy and sell cryptocurrency? Why are the wealthy clients at Goldman Sachs able to do cryptocurrency? Why, why can't the regular everyday people be involved in it? Is it, is it acumen? Is, it, is that why they have accredited investors, non-accredited investors? Do they think we can't make the proper decisions? I don't know. It's just uh, what I do know is people aren't paying attention to this, you know? <laughs> what if you bring a CBDC back by gold? How cool would that be? Like Say that again? CBDC, oh, yes. Back by gold. Mm -hmm. That would be new level. Yep. That's a really real scenario, man. I mean, that could, that, that almost like, that's the thing that I'm trying to figure out because I understand banking, right? And what they are doing is the Basel three is really important to understand. Basel three in America 
last year just kind of just flew by the news, right? The last year, and, and they're not going to bring this on the news. I guess I should reframe that because people, when you say Basel three, people they don't know what Basel. Basel three is banking laws, right? So you have Basel one, Basel two, and they went in phases based on financial collapses to protect consumers and the banking system. I think if that's the right verbiage, but Basel three basically said that banks have to hold physical gold on reserves to have riskier assets. Now, remember, banks make money in three ways, capital, capital markets, fee income, and interest income. So capital markets is trading back and forth, right? But now you got Robinhood, you got all this. So that's being squeezed a little bit. You have deposit income, which is a fee income, right? So, but people, they're worried because people are going to pull their deposits. You know, there could be a modern day bank run. Then you have interest income, right? So interest income, well, the people, the middle class lose their money, then so you're in this weird tightrope right now. Banks are literally needing to switch to distributed ledger technology. They're needing to get up and running with cryptocurrency. That's why JPM, the leading bank, the, always the forefront in technology, already has their own cryptocurrency. They already have JPM coin. That's what people when that's what blew my mind when Jamie Dimon's like cryptocurrency is a fraud. I'm like, you literally have your own distributed ledger technology. You have your own cryptocurrency. He was saying Bitcoin's a fraud. But I guarantee they're stacking their bags in Bitcoin. What is your thought? A lot of people keep bringing up. I I, I saw you do a post one time on this. Um, everybody's like, "What? Who's who's behind Bitcoin? Who's behind Bitcoin?" And I know you did a post one time. Is that you know? I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about it, but it's. Uh, I think you did a post on it. Like who was behind Bitcoin? Yeah, you know, uh, it was just a speculation. I said, you know, what if Putin was behind Bitcoin and he was Satoshi and he was holding ten percent of the entire supply? Then you know, the Russian rubble. Kind of wouldn't really matter then, would it? But uh, well, maybe that, that that's not the right thing to say. But um, it was a speculation that maybe he uh, or you know the Russians were behind Bitcoin as they are Ethereum. So you know, it's a consideration. You know, like somebody's brought Bitcoin here to ease us into the blockchain technology. It's uh, I, just, I believe the elite are behind Bitcoin. Somebody mentioned that in the comments. Uh, but I think that is a very real scenario a, a very real possibility I, I don't believe that some random dude from china or japan has decided to make a bitcoin called satoshi nakamoto i think it's uh i think there's a far greater uh, elite at play than some random developer in southeast asia mm -hmm. i completely agree and here's why i agree with that and i've always and i've said this before and i and i'm not trying to flood people out of bitcoin just so you know please know that i'm not saying do not buy bitcoin that's that's your personal choice Bitcoin, I believe, is going to be a store of value. I don't think it's going anywhere. But um, 2008, 2009, we wake up, Bitcoin comes to fruition, right? So all of a sudden, Satoshi Nakamoto, this anonymous guy, creates Bitcoin. But Ken, you were buying businesses during this time. I was going into banking at this time, which is crazy. I had just lost everything for the first time. And I went into banking. And so I'm going into banking as the financial collapse is happening in America. And I think it hit globally, too. But in 2009, Bitcoin was created. And since 2009, there's been more money printed than in history. So all of a sudden, Bitcoin shows up on the scene. Bitcoin shows up on the scene. It's gone up to $60,000 since that time. And there's been more money printed than in history. Well, where is that money going? Where is that money going? It's going to the elites first, and then they use it, and it comes down to the people. And by, by the time the money comes down to you guys now, you're – Money's worth way less. So that there's there's a narrative there, right? Um, and then all of a sudden all these big corporations are like, it's rat poison, or you know, that's what some of the you know, some of the biggest investors are saying. And now all these big companies are coming out saying we're getting into Bitcoin. And it's like it's uh there's Tika Tori, he has this uh, really cool video with um yeah, I got I'll have to pull it up for tomorrow on my videos. What's uh 
think it was Glenn Beck. I think it was. They did this video and Tika Tawari breaks down on a chalkboard. Go, I think go type in Tika Tawari and Glenn Beck. He breaks it down on a chalkboard. Um, that's how I got into cryptocurrency at first. And then another guy named Jay Bills introduced me to XRP. And I was watching this Tika Tawari, this board, and it made sense to me because I was in banking. And that's what it was like, whoa, he shows how they tell you this and then they do this. They tell you this and then they do this. And it's a complete opposite every single time. And that's what's happening right now, right? They tell us cryptocurrency is a fraud. And the next thing you know, we find out that they're investing in cryptocurrency. And so, yeah, I think it's um, uh, Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel begins Bitcoin. Peter Thiel. I don't know. Who do I? Why don't I know who Peter Thiel is? Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel. And then Dan, uh, Dan, Pe Dan Pena says something. So yeah, Dan Pena said, if we knew who was behind Bitcoin, you would shit your yeah, he's like, if you knew who was behind Bitcoin, you would be running for the hills or something like that. And I'm like, maybe, and, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe it's not going to go to zero, but uh, maybe Don Penny is onto something. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you know something. I don't know. It's like I, I've stayed with like I'm a big altcoin person. I'm not again, guys, I'm not telling you to run out of Bitcoin. I'm an altcoin person. I'm, I'm big on things that I know. I know banking. I know supply chain management. I know macro and microeconomics. So I, I invest in cryptocurrencies that are providing solves to those problems that are in the macro microeconomics, supply chain management and banking. And so those are the things that I invest in because those are things that I know, like and trust. And that's one thing that I learned from. I think it was Warren Buffett that said this. He said, if you got out of college, excuse me if this isn't the right person, but if you got out of college and you had to pick all you got was 20 investments. You would study them, you would know them, and you would do very, very well because you wouldn't get fudded in and out. You would pick 20 investments and you would, you would, you would, if, excuse me, if you could only pick 20 investments, you would spend your time researching, understanding them, and you would pick 20, probably, probably 50% of them be good investments because you would take your time and understand them and you would know the companies. And so like for XRP, for me, it's like, I understand at a very deep level the problem they solve. And so when people come at me about it, I'm like, that's fine. But I understand how I scaled banks in the system. Like I went to CBA exec. We had to scale banks in a simulation system and build a bank. So if I had distributed ledger technology in general or XRP and the liquidity that XRP has, it would have solved all my banking problems. I literally could have moved money faster. I could have got more customers. My customer service would have been through the roof. I could have solved my liquidity problems. I could have moved because the key in banking is to move money quickly. You want to move it, flip it, move it, flip it, lend it, move it, flip it, take that money and they invest in life insurance, all that stuff. So it's like, man, that, that that's when I was like, whoa. And then I went into XLM and then I went into uh, supply chain with VeChain. And it's like, man, these guys are literally solving global problems. Um, and then the narrative matches up, right? They're all like financial inclusion, financial inclusion. That's what they keep saying. Financial inclusion. They just want everybody running their money through the system so they could tax it 100 because there's so much money outside the system that they can't tax. Like think about a landscaper who gets paid in cash, right? Or, uh, you know, who, who, what type of people get paid in cash? Landscapers, uh, people do stuff under the table. Maybe um, I'm trying to think of people that anyways, I was going to say a stripper gets paid in cash. I mean, she's going to have a Bitcoin wallet soon, but it's like things like that. People that get paid in cash, they want that money running through the system. They want all that money running through the system. And then they're all about taxes. All, and that's a way to, that's a way to fix it. What's tax? Just theft. It's disempowerment. They want to disempower you by taking more money off of you. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's all about disempowerment, keeping you poor. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that we're trying to get out there, and we keep, you know, it's okay to repeat the same things. Whereas 
work on your mindset, work on your mindset, look at your network, you know, that will end up equaling your net worth and don't get frustrated. I'm telling people, be patient, you know, don't rush into these things. But if you I'm telling you, if you follow us on Instagram, Ken's showing his exact moves on Instagram. He's showing you what he's doing, right? I'm showing you more into my life. Now we've actually started doing that kind of modeled what Ken is doing. We're starting to take you into my life and how I get up. Why do I get up at 250 every single day? Cause I'm racing against time wars. I, I lost everything three years ago. I ain't got fucking time to waste right now. There is no time to waste for me. I'm retiring in 10 years. Like, so I, I live like like it's over tomorrow. Like I literally take advantage of every single minute of every single day. I'm out media in the media, my social media. I'm all over the place. I'm trying to help as many people as I can. I'm investing any money that comes in. I'm putting it into investments and assets. I'm following, you know, I've, I've these wise counsel. I'm like, okay, they're doing this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to watch what they're doing and I'm going to model what they're doing. And my life changed very, very quickly, Warriors. And that's because I followed a systematic pattern over and over again. And I stopped swaying with the wind. I stopped being, I had unwavering belief that it was going to work. I think that's the biggest thing. So your mindset is so important, Warriors. So important. What's your good job to all the 190 people watching this, a couple thousand people watch this, is you're ingesting information. Then you take that information and you grow from it, right? But be very careful with like, you know, I, I'm grateful to TikTok because it has helped me reach millions of people all over the world. But also be very careful. Look at your social media feed. Whatever you see popping up on your feed is what you are attracting. That's your algorithm. That's what you're digesting. If you see fight videos all the time. That means that's what your brain is picking up and what you're, what you're thinking about unconsciously because you're watching that and the algorithm sends more of that to you, right? You're watching girls shaking their ass on Instagram or Facebook or guys, you know, thirst trapping you girls. And if you see that on your page all the time, that's what your brain's going to pick up. So you have to rewire that. What I would do is I tell people when I'm coaching them, I'm like, hashtag the things you want, hashtag wealth, hashtag motivation, hashtag wealth, hashtag motivation, and just watch those hashtags until the algorithm picks it up. Because that's really important. And then unfollow everybody that's causing negativity on your platform. Like anybody that's negative or causes a weird vibration, unfollow them. It's, they're not, they, it's not that big of a deal, Warriors. It's, if, if the person hasn't called you in the last year or last week, <laughs> unfollow their ass. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing for me. Like I don't follow very, very many people, especially on TikTok too, because it's like I'm just – if you haven't talked to me in a week or a month or three months or four months or five months, like, there's really no reason for me to follow what you're doing, if that makes sense, right? What you do as well, dude, is that I ask people to unfollow me on, the, on Facebook. I said, if you're not an entrepreneur, if you're not an investor, mm -hmm. uh, if, if, if you're not a business owner, uh, or if you don't have a, a vision to be, uh, you know, if, if, you, if you're not on the same You just unfollow me because because of capacity, and I would like to give. It's, it's been selfish by following me and not uh, resonating with my content. You've been selfish by not giving somebody the space. Mm -hmm. They could take that five thousand uh, five thousand place on Facebook to mm -hmm. um, look at my content because, and I managed to free up you know quite quite a lot of spaces. Um, so you know, not only can you go and cleanse. Uh, by unfollowing, by but you can ask people to unfollow you. Uh, you know, if, if if we don't resonate together anymore, just unfollow me. Right. And the one thing I want to talk about too, I mean, they will run up on time, but I want to. Uh, can we talk about the the project that's coming up, or just are we allowed to talk about it? The, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason why I want to bring that up is I would highly recommend you follow Ken and I on Instagram, like because we'll be we'll be announcing these projects. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes, Warriors, and I've gotten a lot better at. I, I was getting really excited before, and I've kept things just kind of under wraps because we have a lot of there's a lot of big things happening right now, and it's based on the innovative technologies we're moving into. So Ken is a master at the LBO space within the physical realm. 
and they're doing something revolutionary that's coming into the quantum realm. So do you, you want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, so with my experience um, in traditional finance, mergers and acquisitions, buying businesses, uh, I'm a passion for the blockchain. Uh, me and a great group of people, including Coach TV, have come together to, um, to bring uh, this platform to the to the industry called AcquireFi, Acquire.Fi, Acquire Finance. Um, you can check it out online, so it's Acquire.Fi. And uh, I want to just invite all of you guys to join our Telegram group, where we've got like six, 700 people just now who have a genuine interest in M&A within the blockchain space. So you guys are all invited to uh, come and take part in it. And we will be looking uh, at allocating millions of dollars in free tokens for our most active community members. Uh, so that's what's in discussion just now. Uh, don't quote me on it, just in case it doesn't happen. But that's what we're pushing for, is to give the community um, free tokens so that you, know, you can go cash them in, do whatever you want with the tokens. But we're only looking at building this community of like-minded people that can grow with us, that can adapt this technology. We're providing a platform so that you can come on there as a business owner and you can sell your crypto company and receive crypto. In fact, let me put this into simpler terms. You can buy, sell crypto and online-based companies with crypto. And we're moving into being able to have fractionalized ownership of crypto or online based businesses where you can receive dividends through our native token uh, and own maybe 2%, 3% of a company, of a crypto company through our platform. So like this is next level technology, guys. And now that the industry is 10 years old, um, it's mature enough for uh, businesses to want to go down the sales route because usually after businesses are 10 plus years of age, it comes a point in time where the sellers decide to sell these businesses on. So our platform is going to facilitate that. So it's very, very exciting. So I sent you a link via WhatsApp, uh, Coach GV, which you can share in the description. And uh, it's an invitation link. So anybody who wants to join the Telegram group and really be part of, you know, you can meet the founders, you can meet uh, our board, the team, other like-minded members. They're all within that Telegram community. So it's a really cool place to hang out. Uh, we've deliberately not bombarded it with, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of, uh, you know, let's say uneducated and uh, inexperienced and immature uh, members. We've got a very mature uh, community. So it's a nice place if you want to meet somebody or, you know, uh, speak about um, the, the um, you know, the transition between the fourth and the fifth industrial revolution and, and how our platforms are really going to, uh, this innovative technology is going to create a change within and add value to the space, then this is the community for you guys to be in. So there's no obligation. And if anything, you know, you'll be airdrop some tokens that you can, uh, you know, I would hope you hang on to them, but you can, you, you can, there's a money making yeah. opportunity there with not having to put anything uh, down to, to receive the value. So, so, so that's, so that's really the, uh, uh, the basis of what we're uh, looking at pushing here is this innovative technology. Um, so yeah, um, you know, Thanks uh, to everybody who's joined the, the platform. Um, we're, we're really going to be pushing it now over the next uh, few months. We've raised uh, millions of dollars already uh, through VCs. We've got VCs involved. Uh, but there might be an opportunity maybe for, you know, like a small private allocation to the community, but it's nothing is confirmed as of yet. We've had many, many people asking us, but as it stands just now, it's just a VC-invested um, platform. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Like, think about this. This is what I'm talking about with the, the opportunities we have to get involved. Like, the, it's back in the when 
a new asset class was created, right? You think about that to kind of give it perspective in the physical world, like if a supplement company started a, a one-stop nutrition, right? And they want to sell their business, they would put it on the marketplace, right? They put it on the marketplace and they could sell their business, right? And people have opportunity by it. But think about this. There's crypto companies now. This is one of the first of its kind where you can take your crypto company and you can put it up for sale and then people can buy fractions of that. I mean, it's it's wild. It's wild where we're going. And think about this is like being at the bottom of a wave of all. That's why I get so excited about these things. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I, hell, yeah. Like when people present this, I'm going to be involved with this type of stuff because it's just like it's just such an amazing time in human history right now. And that's why, you know, the sense of urgency is really there warriors. And it's like, if I was you, I would stop with the the bullshit frivolous spending. I would stop with, if you're a partier, stop partying. If you're drinking, stop drinking. If you're smoking, stop smoking, take that money and invest, just invest. You're going to lose it anyway. You're going to waste it anyways. If you're wasting your time on reality shows, go drive Uber, Postmates, make some extra income. That's exactly what I did. I started flipping vacuums. I did some of the videos on that. I, I flipped stuff. I was like, I started making money fall out of the sky and I took that money. I'm like, okay, God, thank you for this. Now I want to multiply it. And I just started multiplying it. And now, now three years later, equity in nine companies and you know four producing income. We have one that within the first six months is a six-figure company. It's going to be a million-dollar company, I guarantee you. The other ones are up and running. They're, they're literally each, every 45 days, there's going to be a new launch of a company. And it's like, holy crap. And it's like, all it was was my network became my net worth. And then my network became the network. And then it all started to work out. And then people started approaching me and saying, hey, listen, I love what you do. I want to invest in your company or I want you to invest in ours. And what I said was, hey, I'll take equity. I believe in what you're doing. I vetted your company out. I want equity in the company. I don't, yeah, I don't want to put money in. I want equity. I want ownership so that I can have a vested interest in this because I think that's really important, Warriors, is like ownership is very, very important, right? When you take ownership of something, you're going to run it like you own it. So great opportunities. I just want to make sure you guys have that. I'm going to put it the Telegram group here one more time. Um, just make sure you get involved to it and only get in these types. This Telegram group, as he said, uh, we're working to keep away from that pump and dump this where people get in there and the fudding bullshit, like go in there and have real, like, think about this. This is a high level elite type uh, telegram group, right? So we're not out pumping it. And you know how a lot of these telegram groups and discords get built is they use bots warriors and they use social media. I'm telling you, they use social media influencers to go out there and say, guys, join this discord. And there's all thousands of people going there and then they dump on everybody guys. So we're trying to take out the, I'm sorry, I'm going to use this word douchiness out of the cryptocurrency pump and dumps, meme coins. I know that's probably a really bad word, but that's what I mean. Like that, that sliminess to the cryptocurrency space. There is a lot of that. And that's like in anything when it comes financial. So just make sure you're, the groups you're involved are very important. I know we're over an hour. I want to kick it over to you. Ken, do you have anything else you want to share? Yeah, you know, uh, like like you were saying to the guys, a lot of what I post on Instagram is kind of like the stuff I'm doing in real time just now. So, you know, the gold, the silver, the crypto. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say as well that I've been speaking a lot about, uh, you know, investing money in these decentralized finance platforms. And um, just now the yield token, so the native token for that platform is pretty much less than half price. Uh, there is... Um, a rumor just now that, that uh, they're going to be getting another listing on another platform. So I'm going to be buying up more um, of the yield token while it's, it's like 20 cents or something. But what that does, guys, is it gives you access to 14% APR. 
It's either APY or EPR uh, as opposed to 8%. So I've been very, very active uh, investing money into the yield app platform. Uh, I'm going to be buying up more of the yield token now that uh, I'm pretty certain as long as Bitcoin um, starts to move, continue to move up, then we are going to see a big rise in a lot of these altcoins. But um, there is uh, also some concern that we could go back down, like if you speak of Ethereum, to retest like a $2,000 Ethereum. So I just wanted to throw that in there. You know, that, that's something that I'm doing just after this call. I'm going to be uh, buying up more of the token. Um, I've, I've collected more gold over the last few days when it was here in Scotland. Um, but yeah, guys, you just need to start thinking where you can actively invest, looking at the markets. Um, and you know, we've had a little bit of a pump, but also remembering not to FOMO into, any, into anything, we could be in for a dump as soon as we kind of reach the 3,800 kind of uh, territory for Ethereum. So like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a head, a head, isn't the TV, <laughs> these markets, but there, there is a lot of so much opportunity out there just now. I'm, yeah. I'm taking easy just now with those butts, you know. I'm, I'm looking at more of these strategic utility coins that are they get used within these platforms. And as Coach GV says, focusing more on the altcoins as opposed to like Bitcoin. Um, but I'm a, like, I'm a big Ethereum lover and I'm expecting a lot of big things within the marketplace. Uh, but yeah, guys, yeah, we're kind of over time there. Just wanted to. Uh, to drop that one in there and you know i'm sure i'll see a few of you guys inside the telegram group if you guys appreciate this content uh, go ahead and smash out the like button share it with your friends your family and then leave a comment down below um and i'm going to make sure i read every single comment what would you guys like us to speak about on next yeah. week's show and i'll get the content ready yeah. for you maybe you want to speak about buying businesses uh, maybe you want to learn more about the banking if you guys let us know we want to make sure that we shape this content that we're delivering yeah. to you guys um, and, and give it to you guys exactly what you want to learn. Yes. Well, we love you guys. We appreciate you. And as we always say, Warriors, rise. get your shit together. We'll see you next week, Warriors.